0: from the start to the finish go hard and we winning is the heart of a villain is the heart of a villain from the start to the finish go hard and we winning is the heart of a villain is the heart of a villain from the start to the finish go hard and we winning is the heart. It's the, heart. It's the, heart. It's the heart hello everybody and welcome to another thursday night edition of the Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Tonight, guys, wow, tonight we have we have one hell of a topic. And I mean to tell you what, um, you guys came out strong on this one. And I love it. I love it. This is something I begged for you guys to do for weeks, for months, for years even, for you to jump into the topic. When I'd send something out there into the atmosphere of BV in Instagram or Line Chat or wherever it is, I've asked for you guys, and it was this topic. This is the one that, oh my gosh, sent you over the edge, and you were ready to chime in, and I love it. So... Guys, welcome to episode 140 of The Heart of a Villain. It is June 23rd. June 23rd. We're going to have one more, if my math is correct, <laughs> one more of these episodes in the month of June 2022, and then we're going to move right into July. Boy, this year is flying by, and I love to see it. So, guys, uh, just um, this is going to be one of those wow episodes, hopefully, because, um, even though it's, there's not a whole lot of back and forth between me and somebody else in an interview capacity, this is going to be me sharing with you points of view that were provided to me by more than three dozen, more than three dozen of our brothers around the world. So, um, (laughs) it's, it's a pretty incredible thing, um, What happened basically was uh, a brother reached out to me, Mr. Rababa. We all know him that are here, our regular viewers. Rababa, two B's, Rababa Hayes, reached out to me and said, hey, have you ever covered the topic of chapter burnout, of BV burnout? And I said, you know what? Uh, Honestly, no, I've not. We've kind of skirted around it. We've mentioned it before. But I said, that's a great idea. Let me just throw it out there and see what kind of feelers I get. And boy, did you guys come out crazy for it. So within just minutes, I had people sending me sending me messages overnight while I was sleeping. Guys from around the world sending me messages. It was so good because it's scary to see the response, really. Uh, there's, there's people that reached out to me that have uh, experienced and come close to burnout to the point where they wanted to leave but haven't. And I had no idea that I've known them for a while. Uh, other guys explained why they've decided to go chapterless, or they've stepped back a little bit, and why different things happen. And it's a much bigger issue than than I thought. Uh, so I think it's really important, something that we cover here uh, on the podcast that's devoted to the Bearded Villains Brotherhood, right? And uh, it, it's it may not be something that every one of these points that we're going to talk about, uh, you know, you agree with, but somebody does. And it's important for us to recognize other people's point of view, no matter how strange it may be, no matter how wrong you may feel it may be, it's somebody else's point of view and it's very real to them. So that's what we want to cover here tonight. We're going to do our normal stuff here real quick. We're going to buzz right through uh, the, I want to say hello to some people here in the live chat real quick. We're going to buzz right through the Merch that we normally do because there's a couple of new merch things that have come out and some other kind of cool uh, things that have already been addressed, but I want to mention them again uh, because they're for charity. So we'll buzz right through that and we'll get right into the t- tonight's topic. Uh, but before I get too far into this, because we do have a bunch of people in here, and uh, it, those of you who are new to the podcast, if you've never watched this thing live, uh, thank you guys for being here and welcome and. If you can, uh, check us out every week, every Thursday night we're here. Uh, this is the live stream version of the podcast that you can get on audio platforms everywhere. Uh, if you subscribe to the channel and then hit that little notice notification thing, you'll be notified whenever. This is what everybody on YouTube always says. But you'll be notified when the new, new videos come out. And uh, subscribe, and then you'll be told when the new episodes come out, all that stuff. So... Uh, let's get in real quick. I want to say hello to Bearded Ambitions. Now, if you have a real name that I know you by, or a IG name that I know you by, or something and your YouTube name is different, I apologize. Don't make me do the transition in my head. I'm just reading off the top of my head real quick. Andy's here. How you doing, Andy? Andrew is here as well. Mr. Rababa, the mastermind behind the topic of the night. Yes. Franks and Beans is here as well as Mr. Kimak. B-V-E-N-C. Love that one. Christian, how are you doing today? Good to see you. 8-3-R-N-1-5. <laughs> Not sure who you are. I'm sure I know who you are. Just don't know you by that name. 8-3-R-N-1-5 is here. <laughs> Youngster's here with us as well. Good to see you. Mr. Mark Davis, how are you doing, sir? The Nick, the Reverend Nick is here. Mars, sorry about that, Mars. I asked, For those of you who don't know, I accidentally started up a live of this podcast uh, on a wrong on the wrong kind of channel thing, and it duplicated a live stream uh, for about thirty seconds. So uh, he was one of the ones that found that out the hard way. <laughs> Sorry, Mars. Um, <laughs> Derek, how you doing, buddy? Mister Parsons is here as well. The weirdo, the weirdo got to got to hang out with Mister Weirdo and his lovely bride, uh, Sheena. For the first time this past weekend, uh, up at the Great Lakes meet in Minnesota. Tip of the cap to you guys up in Minnesota for doing an awesome job, by the way. Uh, so good to meet so many of you guys that I've been just chatting with before they killed it. Had a great, uh, a great event. So let's see who else is here. Antonio is hanging out with us as well as the Irishman, the bearded Irishman. How you doing, sir? Wonder where in the world you are tonight. <laughs> He's a traveling man, all over the world with his cars and whatnot. Tim is here as well with us. Good to see you, Tim. Okay, uh, did I already see Andrew? I think I met Andrew. Andrew's here anyway. <laughs> Just scrolling right through everybody's comments. So, guys, if you're here live, thank you so much for being here. Okay, real quick, uh, I'm gonna buzz right through all of the. Uh, I'm gonna buzz right through the the normal stuff that we get through which is our merch, and then we're going to get right into the event, uh, or the, I'm sorry, the the actual topic of the night, which is BV Burnout. Let's do it. All right, so let's get into our chapter merch. Okay. All right, first up today... On our chapter merch board, remember that the Bearded Villains over in Richmond, the Richmond Villains, have shirts, shirts, and more shirts for sale. (laughs) They're doing just about every color of their logo that you could possibly imagine. They got purple, sand or tan, Irish green, maroon, royal blue, red, and or the OG black. $20 to $25, depending on your size. Available at bvrichmond.bigcartel.com. That's where you want to go for the Richmond Richmond merch. A new one today. A new one today. I just found the Rocket City Villains for $12. They're doing a pre-order on this red, white, and blue Stars and Stripes patch version of their uh, very cool, colorful chapter patch. Rocketcitybv.bigcartel.com. It's for two weeks, up for a pre-sale, and the proceeds are going to their Halloween bash, I believe. So, rocketcitybv.bigcartel.com is where you can go for that $12. Get them while you can. Don't forget about a couple things here from previous weeks. The three-star villains uh, raising money for a great supporter, Renee, who had a medical emergency way back in January at the uh, Smoky Mountain anniversary event to raise money for her. There's $13 patches. They're available through the three-star villains at threestarvillains.bigcartel.com, the heart warrior patch for Renee. Also, we have... The Bearded Villains East Washington, the Eastern Washington Boys. This is the series. There's a couple of pride patches here coming up. Eastern Washington, EWBV.bigcartel.com for the East, the Eastern Washington. As I was, I was saying East, I was reading Beast. The Beast Side Villains. That's right. Eastern Washington with their pride patch for $12. EWBV.bigcartel.com. Next up is Orlando's pride patch for $10, including shipping available at Orlando villains.org Orlando villains.org. It's a very cool take on their X factor. I believe with the, with the palm tree in it, Orlando villains.org for this guy. Next up the Tennessee smoky mountain and Chattanooga chapters came together for a trifecta. We're going to call it. That's the squamous cell carcinoma awareness patch. The Squamous Cell Carcinoma Awareness Patch. This thing is available for twelve dollars. All three chapters in the state came together for this one. It's available through the Smoky Mountain page: smokymtnvillains.bigcartel.com. Smokymtnvillains.bigcartel.com. Then we have this is a new one again, Bucko, Bucko. If you're going up to Canada for the Beards for Bucko event. It is hosted, if you didn't know already, it is hosted by three of the chapters up there in Canada, Hey, eh? That's right, it's the Toronto, it's the Lakeshore, and the OSW chapters coming together. Now, each one of them has a shirt to go along with this, so you can choose your favorite <laughs> or just get them all three. It doesn't matter. Uh, whatever you want to do, it looks like they're all in like a heather gray color, $30 to $32, depending on your size. There's the, can, the Beards for Bucko Camp Toronto shirt, the Beards for Bucko Camp Lakeshore shirt. Each one has the different logo of the chapter involved. And then there's also a camper hat. It's a trucker-style camper hat. It says Beards for Bucko on it. All available for you at BeardsforBucko.BigCartel.com. BeardsforBucko.BigCartel.com. And then finally today I have the Star City Villains. The Star City Villains have a out of the darkness patch available for $12 at starcityvillains.bigcartel.com starcityvillains.bigcartel.com very cool patch from our boys down there in Nebraska Um, loyalty respect family very cool out of the darkness patch available to you and that's what I've got so far on merch for this week I am going to need to take a quick drink here, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Once this this is done, I'm gonna roll into the zombie dust, big 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 old can of zombie dust. Um, if you don't know, if you didn't know, I have been uh, trying to be good and not drink is to get a little healthier, not drink during the weekdays, so that I can perform a overhaul of this massive, incredible physique of mine, and uh, work out, work out, work out, Monday through Friday, continue my workouts through the weekend, but allow myself to at least indulge in some adult beverages during the weekend, but I had a practice here on the show, every time I did a podcast, I would have, you know, some bourbon, there's some bottles back there behind me, Uh, or a nice beer or something like that, so it's been kind of a hard thing to get used to not doing, so every once in a while, especially on a night like tonight when we have a big, big topic, I need to have it, need to have it. Three Floyd's, the zombie dust. At least I'm not going with the hard liquor tonight. I'll save that till tomorrow night. So, all right, guys, um, we've done the topics. We've done. We talked a little bit about stuff. Now I'm gonna. I had to make some notes, and boy, I'm telling you what, guys, I had to make a two-sided um, spreadsheet slash just a brainstorm sheet where I came up with all these different points based off of everybody's uh, notes that they sent me. And I had some great conversations with brothers from all over the world, literally all over the world, guys reached out to me. And this is not a problem uh, that is just unique to my specific area, to your specific area, to the United States. Excuse me. This is something happening all over the world. So it's definitely something that we need to talk about. So I have a first. First, I have a a couple of disclaimers for you. Um, First off, as a reminder, I did not come up with this topic on my own. Um, As a matter of fact, like I said, our bro Rababa. I know I've never talked to him and asked him if he if he loves if he loves that. (laughs) I've just referred to him as Rababa or not. But Rababa, (laughs) I get to meet him this year, so I'm excited, Um, Mister Rababa Uh, essentially England over in the UK, came up with this idea when he reached out to me and said, BV burnout, it's real, let's talk. And I said, that's a great, awesome idea, let's do it. So, uh, that's what we're doing tonight. Now, I will also mention that I cannot possibly, if you were one of the people that reached out to me, I cannot possibly go into every single nuanced area of each person's comment. Some people wrote me some very long messages, and I went back and forth with them over the last 24 hours. But rest assured, I tried to take the big pieces, the big picture items of each person's message and condense them into what I felt was basically eight huge points and go from there. So just so you know, um, there's many commonalities between all of these. Um, Another thing, I'm not going to be sharing the names of anybody who did reach out to me and share their opinion with me. That can go both ways. It can be a very good thing and a very bad thing. And I just choose not to do that to make it easier. So And to make it safer for guys to feel confident and comfortable That because one of the issues, we're talking burnout, right? One of the issues is, guys, as you'll find out, their feeling of not having a voice, not being heard. So it's very real. And so I'm not going to be discussing who it is that reached out to me. Even though I had a couple that said, by all means, Um, the only person I'm outing here is Mr. Rababa, because he said to. Uh, And I wanted to give him full credit for this great idea. So I will not be sharing those names. The other thing, too, I want to say is if you are new to BV, if you are relatively new to BV, please do not let this discussion, you know, kind of drown you down, get you down, or anything like that. Um, Instead, I hope that what it does is it makes you very hopeful for the fact that there's – men in BV who want to have these difficult conversations, who want to make things better, who want to see things get better, and recognize that everything isn't perfect like anything, and we can always do better. So um, please recognize that. Now, like I said, after speaking with dozens of brothers from around this world, um, from captains to villains, from relative newbies to those that claim the OG status, uh, from men who have the beard of mayhem patch uh, to guys that are chapterless and choose to be so uh, in a great way, uh, I've compiled several striking things to talk about here to touch on. And so, I promise you, this is not going to be like a newscast where I have stuff popped up over the top of me the entire night. Uh, but for the first for the first couple points here, I did make a few slides uh, so that we could talk. Because I think it's very, 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 very important uh, to bring some of these things up. So I'm going to break these down real quick with the eight what I what I considered to be the overriding eight sentiments um, from everybody's um, comments, and I forgot to hide them all. <laughs> and the first of all, the first one is poor leadership. Now, this poor leadership idea was the very was the biggest. This was one that was explained in a lot of different ways by people. And it wasn't necessarily a throwdown or a cut on people's captains. Um, it was leadership as a whole. Leadership as both within and with uh, inside the club and outside, or inside the chapter, outside the chapter. Um, leadership doesn't have to necessarily have a title, but poor leadership. Is a huge issue, and we're going to get into to some of the reasons why this was this was talked about. Um, so poor leadership. Next one up was lack of communication. A lot of guys are very concerned and have been for a long time about a, a serious lack of communication. Now, keeping in mind, guys, that what why these are so important is is not because maybe you and and I say this now to everybody who is in a leadership capacity within a chapter or has been a leader in a chapter capacity. Um, If you've ever been a leader outside of BV, you probably would understand where I'm coming from with this. But keep in mind, these are, these opinions are very real and whether you believe that they're something that's occurring, whether you, where you, whether you perceive this as a true issue, it's important that you recognize it really is whether you think it is or not. This is a problem and if these things are not addressed – and nobody's ever going to be always super happy about everything, right? But if we don't start to address these things, BV could be in serious jeopardy going down the road in years to come if we can't see what these are doing to the, to the club. So lack of communication. Having no voice. A lot of guys speak, speak about the fact that uh, they feel like they really don't have a voice, And we're going to get into how that really affects things. Clicks. I didn't really think about this. You know, you don't, once you get out of high school, you don't think of clicks as a thing, really, but they are very real. Um, Clicks are, the development of clicks are a very real thing in BV. And (laughs) um, perfect timing as I say that. Because radar comes in with the banger. Too many bros feeling lonely in chapters because they don't fit into the click. Yeah, exactly. It's a very real thing. Whether it's perceived by you or not, we need to recognize that that's that's a very real thing. Poor participation. Poor participation is another big one. And this can be a number of reasons uh, why this poor participation happens. And sometimes they're very valid. They're very real. But there's a huge detriment to this as well. So we need to consider these things, poor poor participation. Fake and dishonest brothers. Now, this is a very touchy one because what is fake? What is dishonest as far as brotherhood goes, well, as far as the brotherhood goes? Um, we're going to be delving into this. What I've discovered, and I'm just going to give you guys a heads up now is um, we're not going to get through all of these tonight. And so this is going to be part one of two. And it wasn't until I just got ready for the show at the very end of the night here that I realized that that there was no way we were going to cover this unless I made it a two-hour episode. So some of these we're going to be covering next week in next week's episode, and then we're going to get into some real hardcore areas where we can fix things. We're going to touch on those as well as we go through. Losing purpose. A lot of guys... Well, not a lot. There are are a handful of guys that reached out and talked about losing purpose, losing their purpose within BV, losing purpose in general. And I think some of that comes from depression. I think some of that comes from um, a a lack of a whole bunch of things that we're going to get into. So losing purpose. And then finally, uh, feeling of abandonment. Feeling of abandonment. Now, this touches off a few other things that we're going to get into, and this, that, that one's going to be one that we're going to talk about next week. So the first, the first handful that we're going to talk about this week, we're going to get down to, um, I believe we're going to get down to poor participation. So over the first five um, categories, I believe we're going to get down to for this episode, and then we're going to move on uh, for the next three for the next week. But poor participation um, is what we're going to get down to, I believe. So let's just – this is the last – this is the first and only one, guys, where I'm going to actually have a whole big little – a whole sheet here. Look at my double face. Look at this. How did this happen? I don't have any idea. Has that been like that the whole time? (laughs) Oh, boys. I don't know what to tell you. We're going to do this camera, and we're going to do a custom. We're going to make this a triple big, big shot here. Those of you who are here live just don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm moving my camera. There it is. Look at that. Much better. (laughs) All right. I didn't realize when I reformatted the thing that it would do that. I've been doubled up the whole time, huh? Uh, You guys didn't even tell me. Maybe you did and I wasn't reading. I was so going. I was so going on. All right. So, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um so poor leadership, and um, we're going to get into the, some of these these reasons behind um, poor poor leadership. But um, before I get into before I get into the the actual topic of poor leadership, I want to first discuss a couple of things. Um, one of the one of the overriding topics that came up, and let's go to. Let's go to full screen for this one. One of the overriding topics that came up over the last uh, twenty four hours while I was talking was the importance of family and family support. And uh, as one of our brothers pointed out to me in his message uh, when he was talking about family, um, he he said that you know some of our guys have very little family support outside of BV, meaning that. Uh, their family structure, their family unit that they have at home doesn't either understand or doesn't support their time, their effort, their vision for being with and being a part of Bearded Villains. Um, That's huge. That can be a huge detriment to a person's ability and a person's desire to want to be a part of this thing. One of the things that we reach out one of the things when we are first going through the whole scouting process and we're going through somebody as a a you know a supporter and a hopeful. One of the things I know that we do is we make sure we find out from them what's what's home life like for you? What's what's that what's that dynamic look like? We don't need to know the whole history, but I want to we want to know what's what's the support structure like there? Uh, are they supportive of you being a part of this? Because if they are not, it's going to make things for you that much more difficult. Not to say that it can't be done, but if that family is not there, um, if, if they're not going to be supportive of the time that you're going to spend away uh, from your family to be a part of this. Now, it could be said that BV is family and you bring family with, and there are some brothers that are perfect examples of that. But not everybody is. NBV can bring their family with them, their actual blood family with them. That doesn't work for everybody. Other things have to happen in family life. So you can't. But you need to at least know that there's that support there. And if that support is not there, then that person's, that person's attention is always going to be diverted. They're always going to be thinking, they're over here at this BV event, but they're always thinking over here, can't wait till I get home because then I'm going to get yelled at for all this time I'm going to be spending with the guys and doing this thing. and So you need to know that there's a support structure there and that they support what you're standing for and what you're doing. That's huge to have that. So that's that's, that's one factor. But the other thing, too, that's, that's kind of come out with this is that for some people, Bearded Villains is their family. Bearded Villains and the brothers in BV are their family and i mean that in every sense of the word family for those that do not have family outside of bv for whatever reason they have a, they're estranged from their family members they they really don't have a close family unit outside but they have bearded villains and so bv is their family 100% and so for those in that situation When that's all they have, they depend on it. They feed on it. They live with it. It's their life. And sometimes, sometimes it it comes back to bite them. Whether it's lack of support with an idea, whether it's comments, commentary on the way they look, if it's commentary on the way they live their life, it hurts that much more for that chosen family to be treating you in such a way. So before I even get into the poor leadership thing, it's important that we consider family in those two huge areas. We need to never forget that that family means different things to different people. And you have no idea What is going on in the lives outside of BV of these other people? These brothers that you share time with. The brothers you consider family. You have no idea, unless you really get to know them and you've known them for years, you have no idea what's happening in their life outside of BV. Their world could be going to shit. It could be going to hell. But they have BV. And if that part of it comes back and bites them, treats them unfairly, shows them some kind of discomfort, dishonor, mistrust, it's that much bigger of a deal. You never know what's going on in the lives of people outside. The other thing, too, before I get into the other is I want to talk real quick about this often used phrase. (laughs) Often used. Boy, often used is, it's used a lot. There's a phrase that goes around, and I know it's one of the first things I heard when I first became a part of BV. And it's kind of like the catch-all phrase that everybody says, not realizing that there's really a subtle undertone to it when you say it. Everybody just, it just rolls off the tongue, and people are used to saying it. But we we need to be really careful about what we're saying when we're saying this to these new guys that are coming in and to everybody else. When you're trying to use it as an excuse for somebody's activity, you hear these words, you get out of it what you put in. You get out of it what you put in, right? Right? You hear those words all the time. You get out of it what you put into BV. And the reason I bring this up is because there's a few brothers that actually specifically mentioned that phrase. And there's a lot of truth to that. Yes, you do get out of it what you put into it if you're willing to put in a whole bunch of stuff, time, effort, taking time away from other things. You focus on those things and you spend that time doing what you want to do for BV. So yes, that time is spent. Well, you get out of it. What you can, you get out of it, what you put into it. Very simple to say, but there's two sides to that argument, right? Yes. Yes. You get out of it what you put into it. But man, flip that around. Flip that around for a second. Because you ever think about it that maybe you don't? You ever realize that sometimes you don't get out of it what you put into it? I mean, Think of all the guys. Think of the think of the leaders. Think of the people that, you, as you think back to your time, not just in Bearded Villains, not just in BV, think back to the times, those, those guys that seem to do everything, that are always out there working, 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 right? Do you think that they always get back out of it what they put into it? No. For some people, you're, you're always going to try to get something out of it, what you put into it, but you may never get fully get back out of it, what you put into it, the effort, the time that you put into it. And that's, it's kind of selfish to say. Some people will say that, well, that's just a selfish thought. Why should you feel like you need to get something out of it? Because it's a very human aspect. It's a very human emotion. We need to feel that our time is worthwhile. We need to feel that if we're making that effort, that it's for a cause, it's for a reason. And you're not always going to get out of it what you put into it. So I wish that when guys say this to people, just take a step back. Just take a step back before you jump in and say you get out of it what you put into it because that's not always the truth. It's not always the case. Just consider that, guys, for a moment, if you can, please. All right, so let's get into what we're talking about here with poor leadership as we're moving on. So poor leadership, one of the first things that came out in talking to guys, is this mentality of my way. This thing saying, you know, it's it's my way or the highway, that old, that old, that old philosophy, right? My way. Failure to adapt. So when we're talking about our leaders, the people that we're trusting to be in not necessarily be in charge, but take the reins of leadership within our chapters. If everybody below you sees that you have a my way or the highway mentality about yourself, that you're not willing to adapt, you're not willing to listen because that's just the way it's always been or because just, you know, trust me or whatever, it's, that's piss poor leadership. You can't use this my way or the highway thing. How is every how is anybody ever going to want to follow you? Want to be a part of what you're what you're doing? If you just believe and you put out this feeling of my way. I'm in charge. Too many people think that leadership means that you're in charge. No, no, it doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. One of the other things that came up when you're talking about poor leadership is ego. Ego. Oh, my gosh. Ego is so big. We have guys from, and, and, you know, I've seen it, but when I hear other people talking about how big of a problem this could be, people in leadership positions with poor ego, they like to say they know better, right? They know better simply because what? Because of what? Because of their time in Bearded Villains? Because they happen to be around since 2015 or 2014? They know better? Simply because of their rank? I'm the captain? I know better? I mean... That thought alone is laughable. Just because you hold that rank, I'm a captain. Just because I hold that rank doesn't mean I know better than everybody else. So that ego pushes a lot of people away. That ego saying that that person in that leadership role knows better simply because of the time that they've spent in BV. BV. Longer does not mean wiser. Mic drop for you. Longer does not necessarily mean wiser. There's The sad truth of it is there's captains out there that probably know only as much as people who have just a villain patch that have been in for a year, year and a half. Not all the captains have... <laughs> You know, hey, okay, maybe I'm letting secrets out here, but not all the captains have those bylaws memorized. No way. You ask any board member and they'll tell you. They deal with the captains all the time. Not all the captains have these things memorized. They're not perfect. They're not fallible. So think about that. Longer doesn't mean wiser. Just because somebody holds that position or has been in BV longer doesn't make them wiser. It makes them maybe more experienced. It makes them a person that can lean on that experience and can talk from experience, but it doesn't make them any wiser as it comes to leadership. So we as leaders, if you are a leader of a chapter, please take heed of that and recognize that. Ego can tear a chapter apart. I'm, I've received dozens of examples of it, not specific to a chapter or name, but dozens of examples. Longer doesn't mean wiser. One of the first things that I recognized, I saw it very clearly, in my first year in law enforcement, when I got on, when I got into law enforcement back in the mid '90s, it was assumed it was assumed that you needed to be educated. More and more police departments around were requiring you to at least have an associate's degree, but preferably a bachelor's degree to be hired. And many departments would not hire you unless you had those. Well, coming in in the mid '90s, of course, I did have that bachelor's degree, and I very quickly realized. In that first year, seeing other officers that had been hired prior to me, just prior to me, and hired after me, that had those degrees. And you compare them to those guys that had gotten hired on after working 10 years in a factory, had worked 10 years in some other job. But you know what they had? They had common sense. They had the ability to talk to people. And they were some of the best cops I ever knew. They didn't go to college. So just being there, just 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 being around, just existing, literally just existing within BV for longer does not mean wiser. If you've done literally nothing over your five years, six years that you've been a part of BV, simply being around, if you've not... Done anything to to help your leadership or help those roles? Where, what, what, how? In what way could you be wiser than these guys coming in? So, it's important to recognize. Yes, there is a part of that that is true, but it is not full. Ego can kill a chapter. Lack of follow through is another big point when talking about poor leadership, lack of follow through. Now, when you're talking about lack of follow through, hmm, think about that for a second. Lack of follow through, as it's described to me, is first and foremost, not the leadership in those positions, not applying bylaws equally not applying bylaws equally. And the downside to that is you show a bias towards some people. There's a bias towards some. Well, we're, we'll apply the bylaws here, but more strictly over here. Guys, see that. Your chapter member is going to see that. And when they see that there are bylaws that you're supposed to obtain, you're supposed to stand up for, and you're supposed to follow, if you don't follow those, or if there's people not following them and they're not held accountable to that, that accountability or lack thereof can bring people down. They see that. And it's a strike on leadership. So no accountability is huge. These are these are some very real things out here, guys. So we, we talked about the my way, the ego. Lack of follow through, not applying these bylaws equally. Um, again, showing bias towards some. Um, boy, the way that the way that I've heard some things are applied can be really detrimental to people when the accountability is not held up. You're essentially telling somebody they're better than somebody else. And as I said earlier, that can be so critical to somebody's personal integrity, how they feel about themselves. For some people, this BV is your family. That's the only family. But when the leadership roles are not holding people accountable, they're not applying these bylaws equally what are you telling them? What are you telling them? And the other one that's come up a little bit uh, in, in these conversations that I've had is speaking poorly. And, and I don't mean grammar. I don't mean grammar here. I mean speaking poorly or negatively toward other people. And... Everybody's going to have your opinions. We're all human, right? Some people you're going to like, some people you're not going to like as well as others. That's all fine and well. But if you're in a leadership role, you need to make sure that you're doing the, remember the old, if you've ever been to a leadership class or any kind of leadership seminar at all, one of the things that they tell you is to criticize in private and praise in public. Remember that that thing? But it's very true. If I, as a captain, am having a problem or disagreement with a personal issue with somebody. If another chapter member hears me talking about that and it's not like in officer chat in your chapel or your church or whatever you call it, and you're not dealing with a specific disciplinary issue, if you're just spouting out about a personality issue that you don't like or a personal grievance against somebody, what's that say about you? You need to hold yourself accountable to that and be careful what you say to the ears of other people. Criticize people, be critical of them, their actions, whatever you need to do as a leader in private. That other stuff, you need to praise in public. Let them know their worth. Let them know that you care for them. Let them know that you're thinking of them, let them know that you're thankful for their efforts. That all needs to be done publicly. But it's important to remember that when we start talking about, when we start talking about burnout and leadership, we need to also remember that leaders get burned out too. The people in those leadership roles get burned out too. I had several people that, have, that are captains currently or were captains at one time reach out to me and tell me about their burnout as captains. And you don't often see that. You don't often hear a captain actually speak openly about this, about, yeah, I'm burned out. I've been burned out. That's why I had to step down. That's why all that. Burnout is very real. Everyone, these are the wise words from another captain that sent to me earlier today, everyone wants to be a part of the outcome or the success, but not be a part of the work that it takes to get there. It's easy to want to be a part of the good stuff, the, the successes, but that work that it takes to get there. And so as a leader, how do you address that? how do you address that that makes it very difficult on those in leadership capacity roles it makes it very difficult for people to want to follow and want to stay in charge stay in those 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 positions if everything that they're organizing if everything that these that our leaders are doing to try to push things forward and they're not getting any traction, if they're not getting any attendance, if they're not getting any of those things, what are they to do? What are they to think? Everyone wants to be a part of the outcome and success, but not the work that it takes to get that done. So keep that in mind. If you want to be, if you aspire to be somebody who is in a leadership capacity within BV, Consider that. Take take hold of those words and remember them. And remember how difficult it is to wrangle the monkeys from time to time, right? It's, it's not always easy. You got a whole zoo of people jumping around and you've got to corral them and kind of get them into some assemblance of a group to want to do something. And it's not always easy. So for... All of the times where you as a a chapter member, a villain member, whatever it is, if you're not in a leadership role within your chapter, for all the times that you're complaining about poor leadership within the captain ranks, keep in mind that sometimes they're burnout too because of a lack of participation. So we need to keep that drive all the way around. One of the other one of the other big topics that has come up outside of we're past the poor leadership now is lack of communication. And lack of communication, boy, I'm telling you what um, it, it's so it's so simple right? it makes it just makes sense. Communication is a very big thing. Yes, you need to be communicative. It has, it can be da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, but communication from officers on expectations is important. Uh, and what you have to do to live up to those. So I had a brother reach out to me and he's from a large chapter. We'll just leave it at that. He's from a large chapter. And he explained how, and he's not the only one in his chapter who feels this way, they don't even know truly how their officers are chosen. Are they, are they elected, appointed? They don't even know. It's almost like the way things are developed is secret. The decisions that are made are secretive. And whereas it's extremely important for there to be a very straight line and very obvious line of communication for every chapter, the bigger the chapter, the heart, the, the more important that is. I mean, the lines of communication can't be confused. If those lines of communication are, are all crossed up, how are the people that need the information going to get the information other than just to stand back and go, What? What's going on? And then they get angry. And then they get distant. And it's a lot bigger problem than a lot of leaders in in BV know. Poor, poor communication. So going back to this guy, he says, I don't even know know, how the officers are chosen. I mean, (laughs) how is that? Personally, I know that there's some chapters out there where they've had the exact same captain and co-captain their entire existence as a chapter going back to 2014. Um, whether they have bylaws or not, they have made the decision that those ranks are there, the positions are there until those people want to leave them, and then they get appointed by those existing people. Well, how is growth ever really going to happen? That's just my personal thing. Um but if you don't have regular elections, how do you, number one, have that vote of confidence in the existing people to say, yes, we're still happy with the way things are going. But at some point, change needs to happen for growth. So I don't understand that part of it, but that's not for me to decide. Every single chapter is a little bit different. But if, if brothers don't know if brothers don't know how decisions are being made within their own chapter, that's a problem, folks. That's a problem. There should be no secrets. We're all grown men. We're all grown men who choose to be a part of this brotherhood. And by choosing to do so, we shouldn't be belittled. We shouldn't be made to feel less than Yes, granted, officers need to make decisions on behalf of the chapter, and that's understandable. But if brothers within your own chapter don't even know why or how decisions are made, or if they don't know who to address concerns to, if they have concerns, if they have questions, what's the, what's the chain? How do they do that? Or if they do and they find that person that they need to reach out to, the captain, the co-captain, whatever it is, or some other officer, if they're immediately pushed down and their idea pushed back and made to feel inferior, made to feel like their voice doesn't matter, what kind of communication is that? At the end of the day, we are grown men, a part of a brotherhood that is a beard club. And yes, it is so much more, it's in simplest terms that. But it has it has morphed, right? It has morphed into something that is so much more than it once was. So if those lines of communication aren't crystal clear that you know who to talk to about what you need to talk to about, if you know who's making decisions and how they're making decisions. I had a brother tell me that you know, I this this cracked me up. You know, I had a brother tell me that he, the the captain and co-captain in his chapter basically tell him that when decisions are made, uh, just trust that we made the right decision. This is not your chapter. This is our chapter, right? At least I thought it was. This is our chapter. Well, why did, why was this decision come to you? What, what considerations were made? What? No, you don't have a voice. Just trust me. I'm the captain, and, and it was my decision. It was our decision, and we made it. Just trust that we made it the best decision for the chapter. What is that? I got some mad respect for a whole boatload of captains out there, but, I mean, I'm questioning y'all if you've got that mentality out there. Sorry. I do not believe in that. I just can't believe that. And that brings me to this next point about not having a voice. Does everyone really have a voice? No. Many, many, many of these people who have experienced burnout have told me they do not feel that they have a voice. We are all in this together, right? We should be. So how we, we come from so many different walks of life, different experiences. And we have talked about this on the show before. There is so much that you can learn from the other brothers that come into this, this club. There are so many things that you can learn. But if you don't have that voice, I mean, come on. What what can you do? Well, it only matters to guys that you know know how and where to voice those opinions. The opinions of your chapter members have to be, must be respected. If you're not respecting the voices, you may not agree. You may not agree with everything that you're going to hear. If you're a leader of a chapter, guaranteed you will not agree with everything that is, told, that is asked of you. You will not agree with every opinion that everybody in your chapter has. But if you are not allowing the chapter members to have a voice, then what are they a part of? We are a brotherhood. A family. And you have to respect the opinions and the voices of other people. And I'm shocked that this is such a problem. I'm shocked that this is such a problem. I mean, yeah, if you have a chapter with 50 guys, you're going to have a lot more voices than in the chapter with 10. But is that really a bad thing? No member of this brotherhood, no member of any chapter should feel like they're less than, that their voice is less than any captain or co-captain or sergeant or lieutenant, anybody that holds any kind of a rank. Anybody that has been around, as I said before, just because you've been around doesn't mean your voice should be any louder than mine. When push comes to shove, yes, If you're in an elected position or something like that, then yes, a vote has to happen and that whatever whatever takes place. And if you come down to the tie-breaking vote or however you do your votes, whatever. But voices need to be heard and they need to be respected. And if they aren't, you're pushing people away. You're pushing people away. Good people. Good people. One of the other things that came up and I mentioned this before, is internal clicks. Internal clicks. And I I actually mentioned it's not so much internal. it's it's not just internal clicks. It's not just clicks within the chapter. Because as as if you've been around in any amount of time, you know that clicks kind of develop outside of the chapter too. But those aren't nearly as detrimental, I don't think, as the ones that happen within chapter. The chapter. It seems to me that the external chapter, the external clicks, the ones where this guy, this guy, this guy from all different chapters that seem, seem to huddle together at different times or whatever at maybe multi-chapter meets, that's because of commonality. That's because of maybe they hold the same rank. Maybe they hold the same military experience. Maybe they hold the same life experience. That's not as detrimental, I don't think, because there's a cause and it's not a detrimental cause for the reason behind it but those internal ones those internal inside the chapter clicks that develop where you have you have that group of guys that are there's that term again right og you have those guys that have just been around for a long time therefore they know better and declaring those people as og or them declaring themselves as og can be very detrimental because that implies that you know better. You know more than them. And they're like I said before, there may be experience, but when new guys come in, maybe they have some good ideas. Don't be so quick to shut them down. Don't be so quick to tell somebody to sit down and shut up. Maybe pull somebody aside and learn about them a little bit. What's brought them in? So you've got that OG click. Then you've got the GQ click. We got the OGs, we got the GQs. Those GQs who who are still hanging around uh, loving life, all about the Instagram fame. They're all about, you know, propping themselves up. They want to be seen. They want to be out there in the in the in the spotlight. Right? They wanna they want to have all the likes. They want to have all those those videos, all the everything in every platform possible. And hey, to each their own, that's great. But when that group of people <laughs> that focus on that and they push others aside because maybe, maybe, just maybe, somebody doesn't like taking their picture all the time, right? <laughs> maybe, just maybe, somebody doesn't like, taking video of themselves all the time well just because they don't doesn't make them any less so let's recognize that every single one of us is different for our different life experiences and yes there's truth in it that you have to you have to start out Doing the Instagram thing and and chatting like crazy so that you can get through those initial hurdles, but once you do, recognize that okay, somebody's done that and that's all fine and well. If you want to continue to do that, I'll fight. That's great, but don't hold somebody back. Don't don't make them feel less than. Again, to come back to that, don't make somebody feel less than simply because they choose not to continue with that. And then you have officers. And this is a tricky one, I think, because officers are extremely important for the organizational method and and the, the organizational road that each chapter has to take. And I understand that totally. But there are people who that's their goal. That's their goal. They they want to hold that rank. They want to hold that patch. They want to they want to be able to put themselves in that leadership role. And they don't realize. And this is a big one, boys and girls. Too many people are so stuck on that figure, that that title. They don't realize you do not need a title to be a leader. Do I need to say that say that again for the people in the back? You do not need a title to be a leader. It's that simple. You can be a leader without a title. Do what needs to be done. When and if the time comes and you want to be that leader, but to push, to push and to strive simply for that because it is that thing, to what? What's 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 the purpose? What's the reason? What scares me is the people that have those feelings, those beliefs, that drive just for that title, those are the people that we've been talking about too often, that show the poor leadership, that have poor communication and all that other stuff. Work on you, do the good stuff that you need to do to work on yourself, work on the chapter do good for yourself for the chapter for the community all that stuff be a leader without having to claim a leadership role and then there's that prospect again of the within the internal cliques then you have the old school guys the guys that feel that time matters most right that we've talked about before time doesn't matter most Time doesn't matter most. said it once before. Just because you've been in longer doesn't mean you know better. So let's stop focusing on these clicks within. We are all brothers. Yes, there are going to be some brothers that you that you are closer to. There's going to be brothers that you hang out with more. that doesn't mean that anybody needs to be feel felt less than, that they're not a part of something. So here's the thing. Um, we've talked about all these different areas, right? Uh, poor leadership, lack of communication, no voice, clicks. And now we're on to poor participation. Poor participation. This is, again, the final one that we're going to talk about tonight. And these are, like I said, very, very real things So when you're talking about poor participation, what are we are we what are we referring to? Because it's not as simple as it sounds. In talking to a lot of our brothers out there, this poor participation thing, it's there's there's a lot of subtleties to it. It's not just simple simple stuff. So to the members, to the members of the chapter, non. The, the the guys that are the the meat and potatoes of the chapters, not the officers. You have a situation where the members don't always participate for a variety of reasons. We've talked about before that they become burnout. Obviously, this whole topic, they become burnout because of a variety of things. The other the other issue too is. Poor participation because of what? Lack of communication, lack of hearing their voice heard. And they wonder, what am I doing this for? What am I doing this for? We have an issue with participation by the members individually. And then we also have core participation by the chapter as a whole. I had a bunch of guys reach out to me and say that, oh, it's extremely aggravating when they would want to do something. They have all sorts of ideas, but the chapter seems stagnant. The chapter as a whole doesn't really want to seem to do anything or the chapter doesn't want to listen to ideas to do things. Some guys feel that if it's not the chapter's ca- if it's not the captain of the chapter's idea to do something then the captain doesn't want to do something. And that's a very valid concern. If that's happening within your chapter, I'm sorry and I feel for you. Captains need to recognize, the leaders of the chapters need to recognize that not all the ideas not all the good charity ideas or the good ideas for what you can do as a chapter are going to come from the captains. It's not what they're there for. If you're a captain that feels that way, I'm sorry. It's not what you're there for, just to come up with all the good ideas. So as a, as a chapter, do guys, do guys feel like their voice is being heard about what they want to do? One of the things I asked a guy when he said to me, I asked when a brother reached out, when, when he was commenting about lack of participation within the, the, the chapter doesn't seem to be doing much, I, I asked him the very blunt question. I said, well, is it a problem where the officers or the captains don't want to do stuff, or is it because they're just not organizing things? And are the members of your chapter made to feel that they cannot organize things on their own. There's this very real, I guess, there's, a, there's this very real belief in some chapters that the chapter has to do things as a whole. That if, it, if members of the chapter are going to do a charity work, the whole chapter has to decide on it and then do that, and then be able to say that the chapter did that and I'm I feel so bad for that because the chapter benefits whether two guys do something or 10 guys do something or 50 guys do th- do a thing. So when we're talking about poor participation, I'm hoping I'm hoping that chapter members who feel that way that are concerned about their chapter's participation in things and lack of doing things or charity events, I'm hoping that it's not because you feel that you can't organize these things or do things on your own. Now, organizing something as a chapter is one thing, but participating in something else is a completely different and much simpler thing to do. Many chapters participate in cancer walks. My my chapter, as a matter of fact, is doing that this weekend. We're participating in Cancer Walk. It's not our organized walk. It's not something we organized. But as many of us as possible within the chapter are participating in it. Chicago just did an ACS walk. Chapters do the Polar Plunge. These are things that they're not organizing, that the chapters themselves are not organizing, but they're taking part in. And maybe if you're a chapter, if you're you're in a situation where you feel... Like you have poor participation by the chapter, not the members of the chapter, but as your chapter. Maybe reaching out and saying, hey guys, there's this thing over here. Let's see how many of us can participate in it. We don't have to have 100% attendance. But that's not to say that you can't still say that your chapter participated in this. So, Don't limit yourself or your ideas to simply those things that you and your chapter can initiate, that you and your chapter can organize by themselves. Now, I don't have an easy answer to the prospect or the problem of, you know, guys that just individual guys within a chapter not participating. I do believe there's a lot of truth to that idea that, you have to want to be there. You have to want to be there. You have to want to do the things, do the work. But it's, it's very easy for somebody, especially in a leadership role, to come down on guys who aren't participatory, saying they just don't seem to have the want. They don't have the desire. But here's the key. And this is something I ask myself when somebody goes quiet, when I haven't heard from somebody in a while. And it doesn't have now, I'm not even I'm not talking specifically even just about my chapter, guys that I know in, in B V that I'm used to hearing from, if I don't hear from them in a while. You can't just lay it on them and expect them to do things to to it to all be their choice, their decision. What are we, what are you as a leader doing? to help them out? What are you doing to help build a drive? Not everybody can just, on the snap of a finger, just go, go, go. People are going through stuff in their daily lives. It causes stress. causes depression. A great number of factors come in to play as far as why guys are non-participatory and do not take part in things. But it's our job. It's it's your job as a leader to reach out, to find out what it is. If If one of these areas is a critical incident, is a critical stressor for somebody, and you're not doing your job as a leader to try and rectify that and find out why this good man has decided to step away, then what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, this night has been weird. I've, lost internet signal three times. So I'm just going to go ahead and close this session out. We're going to be talking about parts, the next three parts next week, uh, the fake dishonest brothers, the feelings of abandonment, and losing one's purpose next week on episode 141 on this year's show. But let's get into our calendar of events. If you are looking for an all natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo beard products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, Feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P U L P O, beardoils.com, and use the code The Heart of a Villain for a discount on your order. All right, guys, so we're going to slide right into our calendar of events for this episode here, episode 140, and uh, let everybody know what's going on in the world of BV. There's a bunch of events going on. Nothing in the next couple of weeks, but then we hit it hard and heavy again, so let's get into it. July 8th through the 10th. July 8th through the 10th is the next one up on my book, which is Beards for Bucko. Beards for Bucko, hosted by the Bearded Villains Toronto, BVOSW, and Lakeshore. Three chapters coming together for Beards for Bucko, July 8th through the 10th. July 9th is Ram Fest, hosted by the Blackshire Villains. Over there in the UK, Ramfest is July 9th. It's a day full, jam-packed, full of stuff. Hit up the Blackshire Villains if you're gonna be in their area. Take part in Ramfest. Then July 16th. July 16th is Beards and Brews. Beards and Brews is the five-year anniversary for the ENC in East North Carolina, boys. Beards and Brews, July 16th. Hit them up if you want to participate in the event. Next up is July 22nd and 23rd. We've talked about it before here, and we just closed out last week the last of their merch for the event. July 22nd, 23rd is Dog Days of Summer. The Dog Days of Summer, hosted by the North Georgia Bearded Villains. The North Georgia Bearded Villains, there's a meet and greet on the 22nd beard competition on the 23rd the dog days of summer July 22nd and excuse me and 23rd then next up on July 31st is the Kingsbury Family Meets the Kingsbury Family Meets BV Central England is your host is your host for the Kingsbury Family Meets July 31st, hit up the Bearded Villains Central England for further details. Then we slide into August for the World Meet in Chicago, hosted by the BVC, them brothers at the Bearded Villains Chicago. They've waited for years to host this thing and just had to put it on pause twice now. So they're ready to host us, the World Meet, August 5th through the 7th, they got a line chat. they got all sorts of stuff packed into this weekend, guys. They are ready to show us a good time. Come one, come all for the world meet, August 5th through the 7th in Chicago, Illinois. Then September 9th through the 11th, there's two different events going on here in the States. I don't have anything that same weekend overseas, but September 9th through the 11th is Battle of the Beards, hosted by the Southern Indiana Villains in Evansville, Indiana. Always a good time raising money for veterans' charities. Battle of the Beards. September 9th through the 11th. And then also the same weekend is the Four Corners Meet. The Four Corners Meet. It's in Cortez, Colorado. That's right. That's one of the four states. You'll have to research the rest. I want you to do your geography homework to figure out where the Four Corners are. I've learned that many people don't know. (laughs) It's funny. Uh, September 9th through the 11th. It's an outdoor camping adventure for brothers only. The Four Corners Meet, September 9th through the 11th. those are the two things on September 9th through the 11th. And then we slide ever so gently into September. September 23rd to the 25th is ECM, the East Coast Meet. I just booked my arrangements for this weekend, or this weekend for that weekend, I guess is what I wanted to say. Anyway, I'm all booked. (laughs) Go to the East Coast Meet, September 23rd to the 25th. Hosted by the BVSOMD Boys, Southern Maryland is your host in Baltimore, Maryland for East Coast Meet, September 23rd to the 25th and then in October we've got two Halloween themed events with beard competitions one of them we talked a little bit about tonight because Rocket City is selling their patch to raise money for their Halloween bash I believe that's October 16th October 16th their Halloween bash hosted by the Rocket City villains down in Alabama it was a great time last year so I saw from pictures and everything Get down there. Go hang out with them. October 16th. And then the next weekend, here in northern Indiana, come to my home. Well, not literally. That'd be too much for everybody. But, hey, come up here to northern Indiana for the return of Ezra Crow. The return of Ezra Crow. It's a Halloween-themed costume contest and beard competition up here in northern Indiana. October 22nd was a great time last year. We had tons of participation, both in the beard competition and the costume contest was very fun to see. So come hang out with us October 22nd for the return of Ezra Crow hosted by the bearded villains, Northern Indiana guys. That's what I got so far right now for everybody's calendar of events. If there's something I missed, please reach out to me let me know so I can get it on the books for sure. But guys, this has been a long one. But a very good one. Lots of great information from you guys that reached out to me, and I can't thank you enough for that. But this is going to wrap up episode 140 of The Heart of a Villain. Remember, you can still buy shirts, patches, pins, all that good stuff at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com, theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. That's where you can list all previous 139 episodes of this show. Guys, next week's going to be part two. Part two, we're going to re-delve it back into this topic part two, next week, guys, I want to offer you this, a challenge to be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. Most important words I say every week, guys, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Guys, for now, have a great Thursday night. Have a great rest of this night, a great Friday night, great weekend ahead. I will see you next Thursday night back here for episode 141. Take care. Stay safe. From the start to the finish, go hard. Every winning is the heart.